Hey, welcome back to SLB Podcast, Sex, Life, and Business. I'm Nick. Yeah, I'm Greg. Yeah, so uh, Greg and I were discussing, we're going to do a little retreat for fun, and we're going to go to a college football tailgate, which oh. I'm pretty excited about. Has that already started? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just so you're wondering if you're re-listening to this, it's May. We have a lot to discuss. <laughs> Dude, we... we have had a podcast for way too long without an intro. We yeah, need, right. We need an intro. We should. We should. Maybe we should make one. It's you pee in my house. What? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "What kind of jellyfish is this?" And it was the inside of a flashlight. Due to the coronavirus, I have done plenty of drinking over the past two weeks. Oh. <laughs> People are starting to suspect that Pornhub actors aren't really stepbrother, stepsister. <laughs> like. High five on that. Yeah, so uh, we, we have a lot to discuss uh, after that intro for a lot of reasons. Um, well, Greg and I were talking, and I, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. You've actually talked about like a couple years. Yeah, and so partly just because there's a couple things you need to know about Greg. One, pretty brilliant. Oh, thanks, man. Two... He went to a school that did nothing for his brilliance and took all of his money. Uh, I can't deny it. <laughs> and it's not even he's trying to defend his school or him. He's like, nope. Oh, crap. Uh, yeah. So F me. F me. <laughs> and I've told him, I was like, have you ever been to a college football game? And oh, Dude, my first time just going to a normal college. Like we, I went to one of those for-profit schools. Right. Got totally suckered in right out of high school. They got there, filled us up with our dreams and everything, and then just royally—I don't know which one's mine—but just royally screwed us over entirely. And so the first time I went to like UCF, I was like, "Is—is this—is this—is this this what colleges are supposed to look like? (laughs) Mine looked like a business office. Like fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Mine looked like a. (laughs) Mine was a beat-down shack." Um, basically, say, basically, <laughs> yeah. Greg's looking at trying to adjust the uh, faders and stuff. He might need to listen on the headset. And the reason it might be all messed up, you can blame Max. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> was he was he pro DJ in here? <laughs> he was. Unfortunately, the guy was like, I was like Max. St-. He's like, what are these two? And I'm like, stop touching them, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have looked at the rest because now that I do, I'm like, hmm. The, well, uh, adjust, sorry for the audio uh, this yeah, time. Adjust the yellow on. That one, yep, yep. Uh, on. Oh, I can see them. Yeah, I'm just turning it all the way to zero. Anyway. Yep, yep, yep. The rest, you know, we'll just live with it. We'll live with I'll it. Play okay. with it later. Um. So yeah, he was kind of like messing with a few of them there, unfortunately. So one of us might be a lot hotter than the other. Yeah. It's uh, okay. <laughs> and so, I told him I was like, "You're missing out on life if you've never been to a college football game." And I recommend if you don't even like football, it's a great experience for big games. If okay. it's not a big game, you probably don't get the full experience. Well, Florida this year is going to be touted as a very tough team to beat oh, shit. for a couple reasons. One, we finished very well last year. Okay, We did lose a lot of big starters, but our backup quarterback was great when he stepped in for Kyle Trask. And just by hearing that name, you know I went to UF. And our schedule this year is very conducive to winning a lot of games. Oh, okay. So cool. one of our first games uh, is like a nobody. Then we play USF here in Tampa. Right. But that's not the game I want Greg to go to. I don't mind if he comes to that one to see right here in Tampa. You can go to a college football game and watch us murder U- U- uh, USF. But UF versus Alabama, that game is going to be nuts. Okay. 
So Do they got like a, a little unfriendliness there, some rivalry uh, or anything. Yeah, or? that Alabama wins our conference like every past oh, like ten okay. years, and they've won the national championship like six out of the last ten. Oh, so you kind of you have a disdain we, for these we, folks. Yeah, and we don't play them that often, but <laughs> right. everyone just no one likes them at this point. They're just too good. They're like if you hear someone cheer for the Yankees, you're like. No one likes you. You guys won like 15 World Series in a row because you paid for the team. Or kind of like when the Patriots won like every, every Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone hates Patriots fan. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Gouts, Cowboys in the 90s, right? Exactly. Now everyone still hates them. Like, exactly. the Cowboys suck. Um, so we'll be going up for that game. And um, be- while we're talking about it, okay. we will be drinking at that game. And we do have some drinks here. And we're going to do a little uh, Crown and Coke. Ooh. little Crown and Coke. Yeah, um, what do you got? What kind of libations do you have for us today, Nick? Little Crown and Coke. I'm gonna see if I can get. Oh, get the little mic over here. Ooh, I think you can hear it. I think. It, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of that, which is nice because this will set us up nicely for. We have a team meeting coming up, and we'll. <laughs> we're gonna be trash. <laughs> and we're gonna record it too. These are a lot of really good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I said I can't say anything racist, sexist, heaven forbid, canceled in five minutes. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, no, I know, but I'm just saying it's just, yeah. it's one of those things like you're probably like the biggest feminist I know. <laughs> so it's just one of those things you're like you just heaven forbid you say something just slip up and boom, done. That's the right. worst. Like even if you don't mean to. Yeah, it, it's the worst. Like even the guy last uh, last night in the hockey game, little cheers. We'll cheers. do a cheers. Oh, oh, let's try not to get all over your notes. There we go. Um, <laughs> Everyone heard that small, small vibration. <laughs> The hot, we're in the hockey playoffs right now, and one of the guys oh. he was supposed to say it was a little hot, little 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 much. Oh yeah, no, I think it's perfect actually for my <laughs> taste buds. But I'm just like, oh yeah. <laughs> the um, one of the guys of the hockey playoffs, the, the commentator, instead of saying shoddy, he said, "This is the shitty play we've been seeing." <laughs> it's one of those things you're like. Damn it, Dude. this just got recorded by everybody. Yeah. So but shitty would have been much better than being like. You know, this person from this area or country, country yeah. thinks specific stereotype <laughs> Type, about yeah. them. That, that was a pretty good explanation <laughs> yeah. of how not to be canceled. Um, so, college football, uh, I was oh, looking yeah. at the games. Okay. And the Alabama game, if we win that game, the likelihood of Florida going to the national championship is very likely okay. or plausible. Um, because we will have a very good chance of winning out or okay. going to the SEC title and everything else. Now, we could not, but if we win the Alabama game, our next loss may not be seen until we're like 8-0, 7-0. Oh, wow. okay. So we would likely be able to run the table pretty well from there. So this is like one of those picture-perfect <laughs> games. Yep. If it were to win, it would be even better. And they currently say to be determined on the ticket because they always do that. It's going to be dictated right. a little bit by networks. But I'm going to tell you when this game's going to be played. Okay. 7:30 p.m. It's wow. going to be a prime okay. time game. It, gotcha. it, it it's going to be a because Alabama's probably going to be a top five team and Florida will probably be a top five or top ten team. Okay. So the likelihood of these two teams clashing, who wins this game, is is going to be a big deal. So I started looking at tickets and started texting some of my boys that I know are, are I at UF. Boys. My boys. So. Um, I asked Greg, like, what do you think the tickets are going to be? And he was kind of like benevolent, really. I'm, throw, un- I'm like, dude, really? Yeah. Uh, I've never paid for tickets for anything. <laughs> so he was like 100. I'm like, try like 400, Damn. 500 a person. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. we're Wait until we get, if it were like one and four or two right. and six, there'll be 500 at the stadium without breaking a sweat. 
I almost oh, bought. Oh yeah, if not more, more. for like yeah. scammers and stuff like that. Because yeah. right now, like mask mandates are starting to fly off. Yeah, it ASOs, will. Everyone's intelligence. And, I am. Uh, everyone's have a good time. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. So I'm expecting. You know, it's going to be that. And I told Greg, I was like, we're going to enjoy the weekend. So we're going to get there on Friday. We're going to party hard at right. a bar, a couple okay. bars and clubs, bar hop, and then we're going to uh, you know, sleep off the hangover. Then we're going to go to a tailgate and then go to, to, the, game. to the game. Okay. And so I told Greg it's going to be a full two-day event, and we've invited some other people along, but it's going to be like a dude's party-ass weekend. We'll be like stepbrothers. Yes. Ste- <laughs> <laughs> Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. the middle of the UF field or whatever. <laughs> What's he say? Grab the wheel. Grab the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so it, we're, it's going to be a good time. And I told Greg, I was like, we're, be expecting to drop a grand to 1500 okay. in at least the three days. Partly because the hotels are already two hundred a night. Right. The tickets. I mean, we're we're five seven hundred bucks in before we even break a sweat. And one of my good friends, Josh, okay. who hold he's a real estate agent. I might be a broker, but he does commercial almost okay. strictly. Um, he's a UF grad. We graduated around the same time. Became okay. friends here in Tampa. We I didn't know him there, and he's been to a couple of. He's held a couple of tailgate events. Okay. And I said, hey man, we'll throw some new yeah. a- new acre money at it. Um. You know, Dude, to sponsor, print us a flag. Yeah, well, oh, it would be yeah. totally, and he would do it too because he's done that before. He had some investment firm. They, I told him it ain't gonna be that kind of money, but he, I think they gave him like six grand. Oh, shit. to host a tailgate, uh, partly because he had a couple young college kids, you know, twenty one, twenty two, right. graduating that were gonna be there, and it was kind of a meet and greet for okay. you know possibly someone they could pick up. And so Should he I talk to energy drink, uh, dude, Ben, ben would show up in a dude. heartbeat. Right. He would throw money and energy drinks. Oh yeah. Oh, and on okay. top of that, it, the, the quality of lady he could bring and, or enjoy attract. there attract yeah. would be totally fine. We'll be like, Ben, just stand on top of your truck with your shirt off. Like, yeah. That's he'll be fine. Yep. Uh, speaking of shirt off, uh, okay. The, what did I, what did I throw us into? <laughs> this isn't on the notes. <laughs> the um, start June first. I'm gonna be pretty hardcore on the diet side. Okay. So I'm gonna sweet. I'm gonna focus. So next time we hold a podcast, my drink will be like just Celsius straight or Fit Aid. Like it won't be mixed with anything. I'm gonna try to go okay. for about three months. The summer always for two reasons. One, I sweat more. Two, I'm outside more. Okay. You know, because you're cutting grass. Like right. you work, I work out all the time anyway. But then you work out and cut grass or right. go jogging. You're doing a lot more outdoor activities. Um, and three, I, I think I'm more like a polar bear. Like during okay. the winter, I hibernate. My body takes forever to burn fat. During the mm-hmm. summer, I burn it quicker. It's been that way since 22. Gotcha. Um, but if I really put forth a, a valiant effort during the three months of summer, I really feel like I probably will hit the 250. Five number two forty five still striving, but two fifty two fifty five. I think through the summer is very reasonable. Oh, yeah. At which point, my shirt off is not going to be like Ben with his shirt off, but I'll look better <laughs> with my shirt on. I mean, I'll look better in clothes and look right. better naked. And uh, you feel better. That's feel better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know about feel better. I feel better when I eat like shit. And uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, I want nachos bigger than my head. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're gonna be like uh, so that that game. I might have to. Pre-game weeks ahead, so I not like if you go in too clean, right? Two or three drinks, and I'm like, Greg, I gotta barf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and Greg's like, Oh man, this weekend turns sour the fast. Karaoke bar, where <laughs> yeah, turns sour fast. Um, so 
yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we did do a karaoke bar. Let's talk yeah. about it. Um, yeah, it was, was a, a, a good time. Um, I think Greg and I realized we missed our calling for being uh, oh, yeah. we, famous singers. We totally would have been on yeah. what, like American Idol or yeah. Eurovision. 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 We Eurovision. Totally be on. Oh, we, yeah. We'd have done very well. We probably be all stars at this point. We, you know, we probably should go back in time and start over. There we go. Uh, we had a shot. No, we weren't that good. We went with a couple people that were pretty good. Actually, the two girls we went with were really good. Yeah. They, it was they like, like showed us up so, every song. I was like, can I just not sing after? They were singing her? like Japanese songs, but translating it to English for us without it being on the screen. I was <laughs> like, wow. And they just sounded great. And we're like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm up there playing All Star. Yeah. <laughs> or Blink 182. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's my age again? What's my age again? Um, so, I didn't even know these were the words. <laughs> yeah. I still think that some of the words were wrong. I, I think they do it for like, uh, for the karaoke's for like copyrights and stuff like that. So, but I had a friend come into town that's working on a couple different businesses with me. Uh, and one of them directly uh, works with Nick, uh, affects Nick. And so, um, yeah, we had another friend come back into the town too. It was like, hey, you guys want to do stuff? We were like, yeah. And they wanted to go meet up at a Korean karaoke bar. I, I was thinking he wanted to do like karaoke, like a, like a, I don't know, like a Chili's or a thing like that, where it's like open and people are drinking and having right. a good time. But it was like a private room. Right. Yeah. It was, um, it, when, when I got there, here's a couple things. First off, do you know the last time I've been to a karaoke bar? You want to know the last time I've been out in public with lots of people? Yeah, when was that? Okay, exactly. Not like the, that weekend was overwhelming. Anyways, yeah. Okay. So, Greg, Greg, that was 2019 for you. Yeah, it was 2019, basically. Basically. Like the end um, of my convention. And, and here's the funny thing is, so Greg went out there and muscled it up. I think he, he's like, if I'm around people I trust and respect, I feel like I'll be safe at some level and be smart, right? We didn't do anything right. that was too wild. But it was funny when we got done with that weekend, Greg was, or that night, Greg calls me, he's like, Wow, I was kind of shocked at how many people weren't. I was like, bro, it's been this way for like eight months in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, welcome to Tampa. But he's been so, he's been very, you know, uh, CDC health conscious, you know, throughout this right. process. Uh, and rightfully so. No, I don't think anyone had justified against it. But he was at almost a culture shock of, I thought there was going to be like eight other people in the entire club. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we went to the mall earlier that day to meet up with Jared, get some food, just check things out. I felt like COVID never existed. Yeah, it, it didn't exist downtown. It was like if yeah. we were like went to a downtown, we well, st- stuck in traffic every, forever. But I also don't usually go out on the weekends. Yeah, but uh, yeah, usually you know before the past couple of months, the few times I did go out, there was like nobody. Right. So, but now, yeah, as soon as they lifted those mask mandates, it was just like like a collective nut was just burst in America. <laughs> <laughs> the um, no, so. I don't think the mask mandate had anything to do with it. It was like that eight months ago. It was? Yeah, okay. oh yeah. eight months ago it was like that. Um, and it's been that way for a while in, in Florida. So, like, I was more shocked at the karaoke bar. Okay. And I told Greg this. I walk in and, like, I'm expecting at karaoke bar at 9 o'clock, A, no one to F and be there. Okay. Like, if you go out to any bar, restaurant, club, 9 o'clock, you, you are sitting at a table by yourself. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. okay. You know, if you're going out to a real bar club and you're expecting to go out and have a good time, we show up and it was quite busy. Yeah. For being there was a, a line. There was a line. And, and on top of that, we had to get reservations. And, and when we went to our room, private room, you know, VIP, that's not that oh, nice, yeah. but it was just a simple room that had a karaoke thing that you guys could enjoy. There were other people singing in other rooms because you could hear it. Right. That one the, room that did nothing but Taylor Swift the entire time. <laughs> I would, I was zoned out. I wasn't paying attention. I was more trying to focus on a song that I could find. Yeah, right. But <laughs> you walk in, the amount of hot 
oh, women yeah. was way more impressive than I thought. And, and and I think Jared even said he was, yeah, same with the guys. He yeah. goes, I think both of us were like, culture yeah. shock was like, I was not expecting this. Like, right. at, I was expecting to be like only one here or like weirdo. I mean, it, it was right. gorgeous people out. And I was like, huh, I need to hit up the karaoke bar more often, I guess. Heck yeah, dude. So, um, but well, we, and that's the Asian styled ones. Uh, the Eastern, well, I don't know, I don't want to say anything weird or stereotypical or something, but those are uh, like the, the, the special VIP rooms you have it. There's usually like they have a lot of accessories for you to use there too, like tambourines or uh, music pieces, uh, okay. like a bunch of, but because of COVID, they had like none of that in there. So, well, I'm like, glad they didn't. I don't, I'm not a big fan. I don't, I don't want on, those like, either. Rackets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want that. They usually like bring you free stuff too. And we had like, we had to pay for all the snacks and drinks. Well, what so. I think what helped is we had, uh, and even your other friend, I, I can't, Jeff. Jeff, yeah. He was, um, he was pretty good too. Like he did his first song. I can't remember, uh, was like Creed or, um, yeah. And I was like, this guy's way better than he well, let on. A, a promoter for, video game companies so okay. he's used to going collecting everyone and it's usually all very awkward nerds okay so he's the one that has to start things, things up off. and get things going yeah he went straight into time. a song and i'm like he did pretty good with that oh, song yeah, he did too i, mean, <laughs> I was like i was like practicing yeah. that one song you have to learn that yeah. was it <laughs> that was it he did go with some others but that you could tell that was his go-to like right. if he goes to a bar he goes i picked this one he'll, he'll do that and then it was like lady gaga <laughs> like yeah. everyone will sing along <laughs> to these um so that was a good, a good time when we were out there uh, enjoying it, uh, and then we went to uh, just so people know we went. Oh man, Greg's getting beat up over there. I'm gonna oh, yeah. overcrowned it. It's the, all good. The uh, we went to try to go downtown, and I was like, Greg's like, hey, we're central. I was like, it's 11:30. Your friends in town. We're, what are we gonna call it a night at midnight? You know, at 11:30. So we're like, let's go down and let's go hit up McDitton's area, whatever. Oh my and, god. And we pull out into traffic at 11:30 at night. Now the vet the. I didn't, se- I didn't even open up the maps. I wouldn't have never done late. that. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that anyway. You, literally, if you're in Tampa, and if you just want to know, for those who don't live here, 275, unless it's 8 a.m. or 6 p.m., right. 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., that road is still going 60 miles an hour the whole time. It's completely open. Open. And, and it, even in during semi-rush hour, you're going 40, 35, 50. Right. Barely will you're, you ever stop, stop unless there's 10 accidents. Yeah. Or if it's that one exact rush hour time. Right. Exactly. We pull out the exit, and it was almost when we get off the on-ramp, and you're starting to look at the traffic, I was almost like, man, we might want to put this in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> it if, was, if we weren't uphill, going uphill, hill, I totally would it, it was, when I mean slam-packed stopped, it was, I could have jogged two miles farther than we actually went. Oh, yeah. We could have <laughs> we, all walked, walked there in time. Yeah. We were at 40 minutes at like a third of a mile an hour. Right. And, and sitting finally, still. still. Sitting still. So that was like a big waste of the night. It was like, oh, they went 40 minutes. But we finally got downtown around right. 1245. And Soho area was just booming. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was packed. And we found a parking spot, probably illegally, right off the bat. It couldn't have been a better spot. Right. It was hidden. It was perfect. It was perfect. And we, we had a good little time and all left. And so I'll probably go back there if we ever go again. Yeah. Like that's the spot. Yeah. And you could go across the street to McDitton's. That probably was a little too crowded for Greg's taste. That one was a little tight. Right. I'm still trying to introduce myself <laughs> so, back to society. That, that one he like, was like mm-hmm. his eyes got all big. He was like, uh, that one might be but we were at a nice outdoor bar. You know, there was enough people. It wasn't that packed. Right. Um and, and we got to look at a bunch of hot girls and thongs, you know. Yep. 
Uh, they people like they were wearing thongs. No, but I mean, when you're wearing a skirt, it was where I can warm enough. It was yeah, warm they enough. Practically, they, they, they were could wearing, see everything. They, They're sitting on bar stools. You saw yeah. everything. So um, it was a very good time, uh, and so I, I enjoyed that. So when we go tailgating, the right. reason I'm bringing this up, it's going to be that on steroids, cocaine, and meth. Awesome. So, Sounds like a good, <laughs> good time. time. <laughs> you're going to have a, a blast. I'm going to tell you it's going to be. But you're going to have to get way more used to packed. Because when I mean well, there's 110,000 people in the Florida Stadium, okay. there's 110,000. Do you know the distance between me, you, and the next guy? Oh, yeah. We're, this is four seats right here, bro. Right. Uh, in the okay. Okay. <laughs> me and Greg, you and me me and yeah, Greg are six you. feet apart. We touch there's four yeah. people. That right. would be my butt, someone else's butt, someone else's butt, and someone else's butt. So <laughs> it, it, it is going to be a tight stadium, and everybody's going to be standing up and yelling. But That's fine with me. Honestly. I think after about four or five drinks, you get in there pretty toasted. Yeah. You get a little dehydrated during the game because it is going to be 100 and fucking degrees. It's Florida. But by the time you kind of like wears off, it's like third quarter, fourth quarter. Then all of a sudden, you're like, all right, I'm, I got my second wind. I'm ready to go out, especially if we win. And then you kind of go by the tailgate or, you know, go back to our place, take a shower, and you go out partying. So here's the thing. I did grow up with sports Uh, quite a bit. You know, it wasn't until later that I, like, uh, uh, got completely out of it. But same with, like, got out of music and everything to focus on surviving in school. Um, But one of the most important things, like, I played football. One of my favorite things growing up was concession stand food. (laughs) Don't – that's not going to be the reason you like UF. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. You ain't a, you, I don't mind crappy. Like, I played baseball growing up. Like, that crappy concession oh, stand food. Like, nachos. I'm getting a heartburn shit, so. listening to this. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get, like, some nachos and some air, uh, warheads or something like that. So, well, like, so if Josh holds his tailgate like he normally does. Okay. We're going to have a Louisiana crab, seafood crab slash uh, well, broil. Okay. We're going to have beans, burgers, you're going to have 18,000 calories of amazing tailgate food before you hit the stadium, along with so many drinks that you're like, whew, I am feeling this. Because it it's going to be <laughs> another like half. Find the right seat. Yeah. Like, look at the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but by the third quarter, it kind of wears off, and that's the benefit. Gotcha. Is, so okay. they used to let people drink at the stadium. They canceled that. Oh, wow. Okay. I think a long time back. That was before I went. Then they allowed people to leave the stadium, and what they would do is they would leave and go rush over to one of the frat houses gotcha. or uh, the Swamp, which was a restaurant then. And swamp. <laughs> it, well, that was the name of our stadium. It's the Swamp. Oh, okay, uh, that makes the Gators, sense. Florida Gators, Swamp. You know, and I usually called that like when you knew, like you needed some ass, but you knew it was kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> you're like I'll settle for the a Swamp. Two. <laughs> so, so, um, so they would go there and get plastered and come back, and then people would get dehydrated and throw gotcha. up. Because in the summer, when you go to our stadium, you'll see the seats start going straight up. They really do. And so it becomes really a frying pan. So if it's uh, a 98 degrees, give or take, in Florida and in Gainesville, it'll feel like the hottest place in the effing sun inside that stadium, gosh. especially during the – literally, even in college, at my best shape, Okay. During a day game from August to like late September, I may have sweated through every piece of clothing I ever had. Oh yeah. And and that wasn't uncommon. Like most girls are like drenched as well. Like it was it's it's hot. So yeah, but even they don't at a night stink game near as bad as we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even at a night Chris game. Chris was like I smell like syrup. Like we started working out again. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the um so even at a night game, it'll probably be pretty warm. We might Uber back. And then come back to, to go out. 
Gotcha. Uh, depending on what time it gets over and stuff. Uh, so follow that up. We're going to follow that up with another big thing that's happening right now. Okay. And it's happening to all of us. And there's a lot of things that are kind of uncovering with the Bill Gates divorce. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's happening to all of us? <laughs> it is. And you'll find out why. Okay, shit. I have, now you brought this up earlier, but I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about, so, so shut up. Yeah. Yeah. The, so one of the big things with the Bill Gates divorce is everyone was like, well, what's going on? And there was all these rumors that... So, so he's getting divorced. Okay. okay. So you didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't even know. Oh, that. Okay. So, that's, okay. so you're you're like three months out. Yeah. Okay. okay. So he was getting a divorce, and apparently his wife was upset, and th- there was rumors that Bill Gates' wife even signed in a prenup that uh, she would allow him his ex to have sex with his ex girlfriend, and all. He was able to have some side piece. When you're a trillionaire. You yeah. Know? And I'm sure the family might have been okay with her. Didn't know about it. Well, more evidence has come out, and she has kind of been the the. I would say the proponent of pushing this information out. Okay. To make him look just bad enough that I think she gets all of it and he gets almost none of it. Oh my gosh. He's so, only known money all his life. Yeah, yeah. Since he was 25, he became a multimillionaire. Right. And by the time he was 35, he's been a billionaire. I remember like when he was up on stage with uh, Apple, uh, the guy, Steve Jobs. Yeah. And he was like, do you remember a time when we were poor or something like that? And he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so... They're, they're at this wealth level that's obscene. Right. Well, what came more obscene? It's been leaked now. Okay. Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein have had a long-time relationship. Oh, my gosh. Now, it was at first thought that they were just you know together at some level for charity, some level of this. However... The timeline became... Is his wife's name Melania? Melinda? Melinda? Look it up. I think it's Melinda. Um, His wife was like, well, you don't really understand the timeline. It was 2012. Melinda Gates. Melinda Gates. give her a name. So it's not just Bill Gates' wife. Wife, yeah. Yeah. Melinda Gates. Gave a timeline to what was going on. Well, Jeffrey Epstein, by the year 2010, had already been... Uh, accused of multiple underage women things, right. prostitution schemes, and still had a bunch of stuff. And by 2012, had already been convicted and out of jail for it. Right. In 2012 is when Bill Gates met up with Jeffrey Epstein and has been to what they call Whore Island multiple times. Every time people were saying Whore Island, I always think of Archer. And they're like, where you been, Whore Island? Island? He's yeah. like, is that a place? place? <laughs> it is a place. That's what you're finding out. Um, so there's this big connection now between Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates. Oh, man. And I, this is what it I seems think. seems like anyone that makes over a bill has, has a connection. A yeah. And, and how many times you've been on that plane is probably the number one thing right. I'd ask. If the answer is zero, well, that means the trillionaires, billionaires hang out together. Shocker. We all knew that. Yep. But if you've been on that plane more than once... We know you're a frequent flyer right. uh, going back to that island. Bless you. <coughs> or you had a call. Excuse me. Um, and so, in any case, he had been to that island, I guess, multiple times over the course of... Had to fix the internet. Duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. And that's exactly what, like, Bill Gates... Oh, it was for nothing. Or, you know, not Bill Gates. Um, 
uh, Bill Clinton. 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 Yeah, he was like, no, no, it was for. I'm like, you guys are the biggest bullshit. The guy who got a BJ in the Oval Office now has a conscience on Whore Island. Get the fuck out of here. I've never met this person. Here's a picture, picture of with you, you yeah. with that person that was on the, the plane. <laughs> well, no, that was uh, that was Bill Clinton. There was also a picture of one of the uh, escorts who was underage, and then after, and this photo was not, but right. was underage when they first met. And she's like, oh yeah, Prince William. Oh yeah, I, oh, yeah. one of the princes. Like, no, it's not. And there's a photo of them in his apartment, right? And, you know, whatever. And you're like, you guys, you're paying so many people off. Right. It's sick. But they're the untouchables. We've we've come to realize. Right, exactly. I don't care what people say, and that's kind of the the why we have this almost kingdom, if you will, right. where these people are aristocrats. They're almost untouchable. Right. Because this information's coming out only because I think Melinda is wanting it to come out. Right. And I, I'm saying the ultimatum that happened was she was like, you can stick to the prenup and her. We have an awful marriage. I don't care. But you're a good dad to the kids, and you're a decent husband or person to me. Right. But if you do one other thing like this, right, it's a done deal. I'm not. You can cheat with her, or you can cheat with whatever, but you do something like this, right, done deal. Well, I think that's what happened because now the family is like disowning Bill Gates. Oh, shit. So all of this is starting to snowball. Okay. And I'm pretty sure, I'm sure he has multiple prenups lined up in the whole nine yards, but it's going to come to a point where she's just going to put the his nuts to the, the fire and say, do you want jail time or you just want to give me all your money? Right. Because we all oh, like- no. No matter how good we are, we all our significant others know stuff that yeah. can probably like throw burn us it. Under yeah, the yeah. Bus. yeah. And, and so I think that's where we're kind of seeing this go, and okay. it's become a big deal. And now people in, so uh, you know, Bill Gates is what Microsoft. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, who who's the uh, uh, who's Apple? the fa- Facebook? Uh, uh, face- Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Thank you, Zuckerberg. So now there's like these four leakers. On Facebook. Now they've all been blacked out. They've been on interviews. And so Greg's like oblivious to some of this. He's like, Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm usually on top of this yeah, type uh, of stuff. But these I've, four I've guys who on con stuff, he's been focused yeah, on health. And, and no one, yeah. they, they told us we can release the hatch. So. Yeah. The, um, so there was these four leakers on Facebook. Two have done full-on interviews. Okay. And but they wanted to be blacked out. They did not want to be seen because he goes, We're just going to get ridiculed or called full of crap. Right. So Facebook now has algorithms to target people if they're against the societal norm of a vaccine or for which candidate they want. Oh, shit. So if you go, I "I don't want the vaccine, then you get labeled on Facebook as a... Anti-vaxxer. Anti-vaxxer or something, and it forces other people to see you that way. Uh, uh, but what gets populated and stuff, and so then you are. I believe they can the, do yeah, that they, easily. Yeah, so they've been they like release these documents, and Facebook's like, oh well, we've known about all these things. We're now releasing them, and in the article they were like, they still haven't released anything. Yeah. It, it was just one of those, but no one cares because they have so much money. Right. But if I said, if me and you said at some level our business, we're not only target such people, instant fired, jail time. We would, right. and not that we would do that, and we don't have a heart to do that. But to have a giant company say, "Now we are targeting five to ten percent of the people as people that don't believe what we believe," so now we're going to make everyone look badly upon them right. in our system we created. It's a big deal. So all these little things are dominoes are starting to fall. And Bill Gates, how this pans out for him, 
I think will be a big deal in how it pans out for everyone else. Because if it pans out bad for him, then other people realize now we can go after big tech billionaires. Right. We've never had an opportunity to even touch them at this right. point. They've been, they've been yeah, now untouchable. The corporate veils are all being pierced. Yeah. Especially when you add underaged, yeah. unlawful. Like I was expecting. Prostitute, like, okay, hookers, up. escorts, yeah. whatever. You know, now, if they were all lawful age, and that's between him a judge on escorts and his wife. I, I could care less at that point. But when you say Jeffrey Epstein, you started a relationship with him after you knew he had been already busted. Right. You're telling me you couldn't find anyone else to be friends with? Jeffrey Epstein was the guy? Come on. Right. Even even uh, Donald Trump in an interview said, in a, in a, I can't remember the magazine, they were like, oh, are you guys friends? He goes, I mean, he's a nice guy. He comes to my parties, but he likes his women a lot younger than I do. <laughs> like, and it was like, uh, he kind of alluded to it like in 2014. Uh, <laughs> he likes his well, women a lot younger than I do. Trump has no filter. And that yeah. works both in good and bad. And bad yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of like hinting to everybody, I think this guy's dirty. Someone might want to look into him, but like, whatever. Dude, like, I remember what it was like at, 16, 17, 18, 19. I now look at, you know, I'm 34. Yeah. And I, I look at them and I can't help but look at babies. Well, I can't help uh, it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I don't have enough money. No. That makes me go, yeah, I'll have sex with that. No. It, I, I think, do you know what it is? And this, I'm going to call it out right now. It's small dick energy. That It's small dick. Because I can tell you right now. No 16-year-old is having better sex than a 24-year-old. No, Never going to happen. No, no, no. Not going to happen. Oh, yeah. And the only time that's going to happen is if you're like, like... <laughs> if you're like under five inches and, and small and you're like, she'll think I'm the greatest. Because right. every other girl's like, well, I mean, okay. I got <laughs> lucked away with... I, I, I lucked out with bad sex just because of the size of your junk. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, <laughs> you didn't have to do good. Yeah, now you, you got to try harder when you're a bit older and everyone's more experienced. Yeah. <laughs> so... It, that's what I think it, 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 that's going on right now. It's a big story. How it develops for him, oh, man. I think, this is how crazy. it's going. It, it's a, a lot's no going on. No wonder wanted everyone and so, microchipped. Yeah, and now Facebook is starting to take a lot of heat. So so is Zuckerberg. Like a lot more than, oh, why are we in a congressional meeting? It's so like, no, did you just impose on a lot of people's First Amendment's rights? Oh, my you know, like, yeah. did you just uh, segregate people based on a belief? Like, yeah. we have proof of you doing that? So then all of a sudden his company is, like, backtracking and he's not right. anywhere to be found. So it's going to be interesting if Bill Gates takes a big kick in the junk over this. Okay. You'll see a big drop-off on how big tech companies operate. Now, right. okay. this is what – and this is why I said I don't care how people feel about DeSantis – but he's kind of a rock star in Florida right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't like him, but he's kind of a rock star right now. And he just signed in that we can sue up to $100,000 on big tech companies based on segregate. So he basically was the first person to write into law that you have the opportunity to not be... It just happened like two days gotcha. ago. So the, he's kind of fault seen this snowball and trying to jump on top of it. Gotcha. Now, I'm going to be honest... I don't think it's going to work because they have so much fucking money. They pay off everybody. And I'll be honest, right. if I were... All big corporations yeah. actually have a whole budget set aside for, for people who sue them for yeah. patent props, you know, and yeah. permissions, everything like that. And those people end up making like between 120 to 250 per case. Yeah. And I, me and Greg have all the best intentions to be good people. Right. But if we had a smoking gun to burn... Uh, I don't know who's the Tesla guy. Uh, Elon Musk. Musk. We had a, a smoking gun to burn that guy. Like Musk, I saw that you hooked up with so and so. I got photos. Right. And he goes, "Here's twenty five million dollars. Look the other way." 
well, here's my phone, bud. Thanks. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Can you wire half of it in Bitcoin and half of it in cash? Here's my sister, anyways. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have good intentions because you can't change a lot of things. And guess what? They go in front They're of untouchable a, anyways, They like go in said. front of a judge. Yeah. What, what are they going to be in court hearings for the next six years to get a six-month yeah. sentence at the end of the day? Just, dude, just like when uh, when when Zuckerberg was there at the court hearings and having to speak on those, like. All of us, I guess, you know, millennials and younger, we're just like shaking our heads. Like, is this real? Like, those are the acceptable answers you're understanding. Just because they, you guys don't understand how tech works. Yeah. And now even that Facebook now, it's like boomers only type. It, it's yeah. Seen, like, no, no one uses it except older people. I still use it. Because yeah. Because of all, like, all my friends. Oh, are if you're under 20, if you're under 20, they almost don't even have a Facebook account. Right, exactly. TikTok. Oh, I got my TikTok. And it's still owned yeah. by Facebook, I think. It's the same company? No. No, no, who owns? Oh man, it's a, it's a it's a company in China. That was the whole. Oh, stuff oh that's year. right. Yeah, yeah. Who owns TikTok? I want to see who this is. Who owns TikTok? Because TikTok is also owned by, or Instagram's owned by Facebook, though. Correct. Is ultimately struck a partnership with deal with Oracle and Walmart <laughs> would so include using as base businesses buying a stake ownership Microsoft under the. Microsoft tried getting TikTok, and uh, they wouldn't so, sell to them. So I guess we went from one trillionaire to another, Walmart. Right. Yeah, Oracle and Walmart. So they're going to be just fine. Um, But that's where a lot of kids go. And I don't get TikTok. I find some of it humorous. I like it on Instagram when it comes through. I could not get sucked into a TikTok wormhole. It won't happen. Oh, dude, I can, I can, we'll go, we'll go through it and you just start learning. Think, here's the thing. Their algorithm is basically a consciousness to see what you're looking for. Okay. Specifically. So you could ask yourself a question in your head, literally open it up sometime when you give it like 10 minutes, think about what you want and start scrolling through. Just watch the videos that you, that are related to what you're thinking and everything. Eventually it'll nail it right on the head. So will it go to the porn TikTok? Probably. <laughs> Is there a point? I don't even there, know. There, there, there's also, there's witch talk. There's you told me that. Weed talk. There's uh, tech talk. There's crypto talk. So that's the one we've been on. So even I was looking for something for our business because Crystal was in brand management TikTok for a while. Where there's all these people that are like, how to buff up your social media, how to express your brand. Right. There's brand managers because I wanted to rebrand Hallmat because in all honesty, it's design work and everything is based off 2011. I'm like, I need newer stuff. Like right, that's right. old, you know? And so, but so I can go through and I can see, oh, right when the crypto talk starts going in, we were talking about investing in Doge and Bitcoin and everything. I was like, okay, I, I know I need to get past that stuff and then I'll find everything <laughs> because it was just, it knew you know, uh, the way it was shared and everything. Gotcha. So, speaking of uh, crypto, it uh, took a hit to the nuts. Let's see what. Uh, we took a hit in the nuts about two weeks ago. Let's see where we're at now. Um, oh yeah, I turned off face check on this one. I don't know why. Oh, uh, we're down. We've lost a uh, hundred and thirty bucks. I'm up ninety three dollars. Oh okay, man! So, so see, this is at that number twenty six seventy. Mm-hmm. Okay, a uh, couple weeks ago when it took that hit from the the the, the thing, it was down to nine ninety eight. Oh, so yeah, that's how big of a plunge and how big of a growth that it is. So, yeah, it, and it and so Doge goes up and down. Bitcoin, I think, is on the down as well. As soon um, as it becomes mainstream enough that it can be on normal exchanges, that's when it's going to explode. Yeah. It, well, that's I think that's a problem that's with a lot I'm of these coins. That's what I have. So, oh, I got a great I, I got a great coin. Uh, I heard about the diarrhea coin. Did you hear about that oh one? Oh, my God. Well, don't <laughs> um, worry. So, literally, those types of coins are called shit coins, and they're just there 
for the moment just so you can make your quick money. Okay. You buy in right when they start. You have to know somebody that know you know how to get, how to coming. find it. Yeah. yeah. Get them right in the beginning. When they go up, usually a thousand or thirty two hundred percent. That's when you, you get up to that. You sell all of it off, make your money, and pull it out and put it into Bitcoin, Ethereum, gotcha. Chain. Gotcha. So here is something interesting <laughs> about a coin. coin. Yeah. That's here's so something funny. Uh, you you find uh, these scam coins are getting crazy. W- one s- uh, somehow just shield me. Twenty seven trillion in circulation, unlimited supply cap, only one <laughs> node. Twenty-five oh percent minted in the last six months. One percent of holders own thirty percent. Just kidding! It's the U.S. dollar. Ah! <laughs> Boom! Damn! Oh! That's a really good comparison. That I know. Was really good. You set me up, bro. That's good. I like that. You're like, I there's like- no way. You know what? Uh, yeah, that's a uh, the U.S. dollar. See, and, and that's the, so you saw the the shit coin. Twenty-five percent of the supply was minted in the last six months. So you see now you see how like Bitcoin a couple of weeks ago, one of those major share owners sold off all their Bitcoin. Okay, and it plunged the market. So if someone were to sell off thirty percent of the U.S. dollar, it would drop in price. It's the same thing. No, that would be different. So this that would be a difference in uh, because one is treated more like stock. This is treated more like an exchange. In that scenario, if they sold off that much more money would be in circulation. So interest rates would stay low. Money would be easier to lend. So like what will happen is if the government, you might remember this from our test, but I remember this from microecon or macro. I can't remember which one. Um, If the government ever needs a lot of money, they're running low on money. Gotcha. They will sell their uh, U.S. Treasury. They'll say, we'll buy back your U.S. Treasury notes for a premium. We'll buy, give, give us your money. We need it. We'll buy it from you for a premium to get more money back in circulation. Okay. Right? Or we'll sell them back or whatever the whole nine yards is. So they'll do that. In that scenario, it would probably I be a little in the, different. In the, the past, they sold notes and then would buy it back because the, they needed money now. Right. So that's how it worked. Right. So in this scenario, the reason it dropped, the, the inflation's going up. It's because 25% was minted in the last six right. months. So, That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> I want to see that. I love it. Yeah. Holy so, shit. $27 trillion in circulation, but oh, only $8 trillion were just was just minted. That's so nuts. Yeah. $7 trillion was just minted. So, 1% of old holders own 30%. 30%. Yeah. So that, that goes to show like... But to be fair, when people are like, oh, they should pay the most taxes and everything. Well, they already do. But if they didn't, that's still... What is that? Four no fourteen eighteen trillion still left. It's eighteen See, trillion still that's out the there. Thing too, there's like literally breadcrumbs that they put out that people latch on to and they don't seem to understand. That top one percent doesn't own a fucking cent. <laughs> they don't. They, they don't. So when you're like, oh, we gotta go after Jeff Bezos because his his. his Do you think he has a trillion dollars in a, a bank? Trillion dollars. It's what his worth is. What his worth is perceived as. Right. And then it's not what he has is liquid cash. Yeah. Most and of them it's only all have. all in businesses. Yeah. Mo- he probably doesn't have. Oh, even three- Trump. I be- Trump only pays 750 bucks for his tax bill. Yeah. Why? Because he owes, because people owe him 400 mil. Well, and that, that and the other part it was the, he lost so much during the recession that yeah. you get to re-roll that off. Exactly. So, and that's the same with Bezos. He was not even a profitable company for six years. And, and how long has Amazon really been around with all their other companies? A long time. time. And yeah. they took nothing but negative. So that's the thing. Like People don't seem to understand. And I bet, I bet if I went from. to Jeff Bezos and go, you can write a cash check today or just wire an amount. 
I bet it's under a hundred million. He actually could wire. Yeah. Hey, now, still could impressive. he get? Yeah, still impressive. Could he get eight hundred mil? Probably. Oh, yeah. Could he find a way to get a, a, a couple billion? Sure. Right. But for people to understand, and I think me and you understand it, a lot of people don't. They think he just has a billion dollars in a bank account somewhere. It's just sitting there. Just sitting there. Like, no one lets money he, sit. Yeah. He has his money making money on top of money. Right. So when he goes and gets a buys a $80 million home, guess yeah. what? It gets... He has eight other businesses that are just pay- making Dude, the payment. Everyone's shitting on him for the 500 mil. Now, I'm uh, for the 500 mil yacht. Now, here's the thing I'm all about. You've seen me. As soon as Archon made a little bit of money, I, I, I gave it to our staff. They worked hard, they built right. it up and everything. I'm not paying people part time, full time, or anything. But, like, he earned that. He earned that. He slugged. Yacht. He slugged. He slugged away for a lot of years, right. not making money. Exactly. When you've slugged away for 20, 30 years on a project, and it's finally making the money, go buy your fucking yacht, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else, you're telling people to mind their own business. Mind your own business. Yeah. Focus on your life. Yeah. <laughs> do what he did. If you have a problem with it, do what he did. Yeah. I saw another meme which was good and probably hammer home this point. He goes. Um, Flies don't, uh, or bees don't concern themselves by telling flies that honey tastes better than shit. Right. You know, and I was like, you're like, that's a good point. Like, you're like, he's like, listen, guys, I slugged away for a lot of years. You do you, I'll do me. But right. you know, I bought this yacht. I know it's a money pit. Could I have given it to a bunch of you? Sure. But a lot of you are just going to turn it into shit. Yeah. You're, you're probably just going to bomb it. You know, so, um, I I have no problem with a lot of that. Like so many people, people have problems with that stuff. And you you brought this up. Now I really going through school at heart. The the way I had raised in life, gone through school and everything, it sucked. Right. But it was a lot of character building. I'm a really tough person now. I even if my business took a shit right now, I wouldn't bat an eye. I would just start up another one. And grow it because I've Keep done moving, it before right. multiple times. So now, could I have gone without the anxiety and the PTSD <laughs> and all those problems? Absolutely. I would have loved for those few years I was waking up screaming in the middle of the night. Not to happen. But at this point, I'm really good now. And I could definitely make all that stuff happen again and even better. So that's why it's like uh, I uh, my, my friend Eric that was with us that day uh, came over that weekend. I'll put it closer. I think you're... Low. He uh he's worried that be- he he grew up in the same kind of situation I did. Okay. So he's worried because he has four kids that they won't appreciate as much or get that character development because everything's kind of ready and available there for right. them. So he was even asking me because it's not that I have kids, but that I've helped lots of people. Like you know, hey, how can we? I'm trying to come up with ways to make sure my kids still appreciate things and don't take things for granted and don't become chores, rats. chores. So epic amount of chores. I say just treating them like adults. Yeah. They're just adults experiencing childhood, but they still need to be making decisions and yeah. thinking about their morals. But anyways, but that, I was just trying to get on the fact that like when you've gone through hell, it, it's built character, you know? Right. So the other uh, thing we want to talk about right as we wrap up here, and so this is going to be we are, our brokerage is now expanding. Oh hell yeah! We got uh, a lot of eight, not a lot, but we got more agents than we did. Uh, and so we think, our, I think there's what ten of us now total. Seven, seven, seven total. So it's we want to we want to get to ten by the end of the uh, year, and if we had ten solid producings by the end of the 
10 solid agents by the end of the year, we would be on a profitable side of things more often than not. Nice. And I think if we had 10 solid agents, like producing one to two sales a month, we'd, ha- we'd have to hire one or two people. It would almost okay. be inevitable. The So we're moving that way. And one of the topics we're going to talk about in our topic meeting and our, our discussion was winter is coming. Now, a lot of, I thought that was great. A lot of people are like freaking out in our team meeting, like already, oh my God, something happened between you guys. What's going on? Oh no. Oh, 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 did the market crash? Like, well, no, relax. But one of the things are actually related. (laughs) (laughs) And we kissed. (laughs) No, 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 Uh, we haven't kissed, but we might be related. The, um, so we're going to bring up the thing that I see happening with while we're talking big tech and business and stuff like that. The, the inflation went up by four and a half percent last month, and it's expected to stay that way and potentially go up. Yeah. Now, currently, an interest rate for a quality buyer is probably three and a half, low three, mm-hmm. high three. This time last year, it was high two, low two. Oh so yeah, I it, saw some down as low as like one point six percent. Yeah, yeah. The almost dirt nothing uh, loans. Free money. Free money. Well, banks aren't going to continue to loan money beyond beyond under inflation. It just won't happen. They're too smart. They make too much money, and they have it. So the, a good thing that you brought up earlier was like every time you make a payment, they lose money. They lose money. Yeah, they, you give them three and a half percent back. The inflation rate's four. They're down ten cents for every time you make a payment. Right. Every time you pay a dollar, they're down ten ten cents. So inevitably, they're going to say we're going to stop lending money if the Fed doesn't allow us to increase it, or we're only going to lend non-conventional loans. Right. Because non-conventional isn't Fannie Freddie. They can kind of do what they want. Or we're all going to raise it, and they're going to force the government to raise the interest rate. Right. And that's probably the most likely. And so inevitably, you're going to see the interest rate go four, four and a half, five, five and a half, six. And I think we're going to hear six, seven sooner than we think, and I think probably under a year. Now, oh, I could man. be wrong. I, I could be totally off base, and a bunch of economists say, you're an idiot, you're full of it. But I'll be I'll, the same people who said that in 2007 when I was looking for a home, I walked through a home, and I'll still use the story. It was an open house, and Monica and I were walking through a home, and we look at uh, some of the prices, and the home was gorgeous, West Chase. It was listed at three sixty, and I said, "Well, it's a nice home. Seems relatively new. Why are they moving?" Uh, da, 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 da. You know, and I go, "Well, what was it built for? If it's only two years old, what was it built for?" Just I, I have a uh, minor in economics, so I kind of know some of these things. And she goes, "Well, it was uh, they closed at one eighty when it was built," and I go, "Well, I don't know what investment you can throw one hundred eighty thousand at and double it in two years, but it ain't real estate, right?" And that's how I know we're getting closer to that uh-oh moment in real estate. Part right. of it is if you bought a home eight months ago or a year and a half ago to build, it's now worth one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars more, right? Because it costs the builder one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars to get more out of the ground. Yeah. Second part of that is, um, in interest rates are never really going to creep up, and so as they creep up, you're going to see the buyer pool decrease right. and supply increase. And that basic economic principle of supply and demand means prices will drop. Now, they're not going to plummet out of the sky like people are, oh, my God, crash is falling upon us, that they're in a slow way down. And you're going to see the prices dip 10 20%. But on 20% on a $500,000 home is hundred grand. Right. That's going to take about two years to trickle down as an effect. That's my prediction. Then my final prediction is if the interest rates go to 6 7 8 and stay there for a time or uh-huh. higher— what we're going to see is the arm come back. An arm is adjustable oh, rate of mortgage. Oh God. People That's start getting three-year, five-year, seven-year arms, <laughs> which basically is like, well, if it's at 8%, then I want a mortgage at 4 
but after seven years, I'll just refinance if they can. Right. But if they can't, the interest rate then goes to eight, nine, ten, or whatever. It's usually prime plus one, so eight right. plus one. And so all of a sudden, now their payment went from if it was a five hundred thousand dollar home, just to make numbers easy. That would probably be a twenty nine hundred to three thousand dollar gross month right. monthly payment would go to sixty eight hundred. Oh, it double. It would double overnight, oh. and so that's when and, an and eight, it's funny, ten, eight, like three, like between three, six, and eight percent. It's huge. Huge. Numbers. I was showing Greg the numbers, and we're going to talk this about this in our team meeting. The number between like three and a half and five and a half is an extra six hundred dollars a month, right. just in interest. It's gross. Yeah. So that's where like you're going to start seeing those numbers start to articulate and go up, and the prices will go down at some level. So I tell people all the time, just it's coming. The interest rate is going to be the first domino. Right. Now, I may be wrong. Interest rate stays low. But I just don't see investors who put money in mortgage-backed securities to go, I'm comfortable giving the bank $100 million making less than inflation. Yeah. They're not idiots. No one does that. No No one does that. They're like, I'll just go buy gold and go sit back and relax and make more money. I'll go buy Doge. I'll go buy Doge and I'll be okay. I, well, I'll go buy eight other investments. I, I can go buy a, a mutual fund with zero percent risk, exactly at five percent, and, exactly. and walk and walk away. Agreed. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I think I, I'm pretty on par with agreeing with you 100. percent Yeah, that. I think some people are kind of like, no, there's no way Florida might get sheltered because we are less. In, it's we have less a lot more people moving, moving into in Florida yeah. from out of state. So we're gonna get sheltered, but places like. I'd say the West Coast is gonna would get obliterated. The great example would be in 2010, we went up to visit Monica's family in D.C. Okay. At that time, every other home in our neighborhood was foreclosed, short-sailed, rented, mm-hmm. vacant, yard looked like crap. You like could every other every home, other home. In every neighborhood, every neighborhood. It was like that, and people were like no way. I went to D.C. There was like one for sale sign out there. Why? Because they got gangster more money than we do. Right. You know, they didn't feel the pinch the same way we did. Their property prices went down, but they didn't plummet to nothing. Here, they were plummeting to nothing. You know, you had $200,000 homes inevitably selling for $40,000. Right. Now they're selling for $350,000, but, you know, or Mm $400,000, but they dropped so far. So some of the other Northeast and West Coast states where there are, you have to be a millionaire to even buy in. Right. You may see them get hit the hardest over this, whereas Florida, they're happy to sell their home from D.C. and buy down here at 500K and have a bigger home. See, what uh, some of the few stuff I know we got to get going here, um, but that I saw is that those places are going to take a bit of a hit, but the thing is they already had an extremely hungry market. So all the people selling there, moving to Florida, Texas, and te- I think it's Tennessee, mm-hmm. Um they're just lessening the competition in those other states. So that's what some of the other economists that I saw were talking about were like, those are going to drop when it happens. Like you said, uh, they were saying things along the same lines, but not exactly as defined as you are. Um, but that's kind of like they, they already have, com- there's still competition there. There's just less competition. Gotcha. But still over the next few years though, I see it happening just like you're saying. Okay. Well, we'll wrap up. Uh, we didn't want to depress everybody at the end there with some business, but we uh, threw a little bit of sex business and life in there. And titties. Titties. <laughs> there you go. That always titties. makes everyone um, happy. The, um, but we'll, we'll wrap up. we got a team meeting happening here soon, so 
Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we get about 10 to 25 downloads a week, so that's uh, pretty good. I'm we're happy not, with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, this time next year, we're like at 100, and we're like, oh. And then in five years, we're like, oh, we get like 10,000 a week. We don't even think about it anymore. Exactly. And yeah. then we'll be buying $500 million yachts and crashing them. Crashing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boat party. <laughs> Jousting. Who's driving? <laughs> All right. Peace out. <laughs>